Hello and welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I am Jeremiah Johnson, your host. Thank you so much for joining us on part three of Using Your Gifts for God. As always, we exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. Please check it out, share it, applause it, all those kind of good things. But we are so thankful that you join us on each and every episode. So let's dive right into it. We have Zoe Johnson. Say what's up, Zoe. We have Gabrielle Johnson. Hello. In the last couple episodes, they gave us all kinds of crazy good knowledge and wisdom on how to use your gifts for Jesus. So we all got different stories here. For some of us, we grew up in church. Some of us, uh, are you girls grew up in church. I didn't. So let's talk about using our gifts for Jesus. Gabrielle. Um, well, you can use your gifts in lots of different ways and even ways that you would never um, expect to use your gift. Uh, an example would be shout out to the Committed to Christ podcast. Uh, we have our friend Greg Craywick, and he said that he is a man of few words, and he doesn't really like talking, but he started a podcast, and it's really mm-hmm. great, and so he's using yeah. something that he, you know, a gift that God has given him to be able to spread uh, the gospel throughout yeah. the world. It's about obedience. So often when we're using our gifts, it's about obedience. Just, again, being available, saying, Lord, I will do whatever you want me to do. You know what's interesting? I'm trying to think scramble for a really good life example here. But there's a lot of people that I've met that some people that are, are ministry people, they're like company owners. They're like, I never set out to do this, but now... I am doing this. And that's what I find really interesting. So anyway, we started this conversation because you girls, a big part of your life is fine arts. We talked about this fine arts competition that you were in. You did dance. You did drama. You did short sermon. You did comedy. And you did excellent in all these things. You're now going to this fine arts competition. And uh, you scored first place. You were the first place merit winner in some of these categories. And just to remind everyone again, how did you get in touch with these gifts well i mean especially for fine arts as i said earlier i didn't like we were very i i don't mean this in like a we were very humble but we were very humble when we came in like i didn't even expect to make it i was like we'll be lucky if we make it to nationals maybe on the maybe the drama and mm-hmm. hopefully something like I didn't expect to make it to nationals on anything like the drama was basically it. And so, you know, we didn't come in like, oh, we're so amazing. We're gifted, talented, wonderful people. Yeah. And I mean, we still don't want to say that yeah. we don't want to be prideful. But, you know, it's just about being humble and being mm-hmm. willing to serve other people. It's yeah. not about really I'm amazing, gifted, talented people. It's just person. It's just about um, God. I have. You've given me this gift. Now I'm going to use it for your glory. Are you saying the nameplate on my podcast desk desk that says I'm kind of a big deal is not expressing humility? Yes. That's why (laughs) um, I rewrote on the other side, humble. All right, Zoe. Humility. How did you get in touch with these gifts? Uh, Church, there's a need and... um, a need that needs to be filled and we fill that need and it doesn't start as I'm going to go to fine arts and go to nationals and be a merit winner. It starts as no, I'm going to humble myself and say, God, you can use me in this area of my life. 
and then humbling myself to that. And the thing is that you got to watch out for is you have to make sure you stay humble because it's so easy and you feel like you have every right to be like, I'm the merit winner. I'm going to nationals. I'm all that. But if we don't give it all back to God, we've lost everything. And that's one thing we talked about before the district's competition is we're like, guys, if we do not do this for God, we have completely missed the mark. It doesn't matter how good we do. If we don't do it for Jesus, we've failed. We can either be humble or we can be humbled. Which one would you like? Yeah. I'm just looking at some <laughs> of the scriptures here. In, in the Bible, the book of Psalms talks about humility a lot. And in, in some of the Psalms, this were like, man, God humbled me. Uh, because of things that I've walked through. But then also he talks about those that are humble, mm -hmm. that God exalts. Like, for example, Psalm 131, 113.1 says, The Lord exalts the humble. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Pray, praise the name of the Lord. Uh, and so humility lifts us up. Psalm 147.6, mm -hmm. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. One thing I think, it's not about being like, hmm, I wonder what gifts I have. I'm going to buy a guitar and a piano. I'm going to buy some arts and I'm going to buy a basketball and I'm going to figure out what my talents are. It's not like that. It's like, oh, well, today I walked into church and nobody greeted me. So I'm going to start being door greeter so that other people don't have to not be greeted. You know, it's like, oh, I noticed that no one plays piano on the worship team. So I'm going to go on the worship team and. Yeah. Piano. It's yep. really just stepping up and being available, even letting your pastor know like, hey, I'm here for anything. Like there's so many times in church where it's like, we don't have a sound person. All right. This person will be a sound person. Have they ever done sound before? No. Are they qualified? No. But hey, they're willing to step out and let, and you know, you just learn a new skill. There's so many times in church where you were completely unqualified but you get to learn a new skill because it's needed in the church. This sound, may sound a little bit spiritual, which it should. This is yeah. a, a spiritual podcast. But you should chase Jesus and not your gifts. And you yeah, brought that up a yeah. second ago, Gabrielle, that some people, they're, they're chasing, what are my gifts? What are my gifts? What are my gifts? Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're chasing the gifts rather mm -hmm. than just like, man, I just want more of God in my life. I want more of his presence. I just want to serve him. I just want to serve the church. And it's, I think when that's kind of your priority, it's amazing how your gifts will naturally flow out of that a lot easier rather than forcing mm -hmm. gifts. You can't force something that God wants to do. And you can't try to put yourself out there. So many people are like, oh, I'm going to be a famous singer. So I'm going to start a YouTube channel and I'm going to sing on the streets and I'm going to go to New York and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, if you do that, you're not acting in God's will. And it's going to be self-destructive for you instead of beneficial. Yeah. And there's, again, there's such beauty in the gifts of God. Like, for example, mm -hmm. I think this is a huge disservice, at least when I, when I got saved. I felt like when I got saved and God started moving in your life that everyone thought that like, oh, that means I'm supposed to be a pastor. Like, well, that doesn't mean we don't all have to be pastors. Some are called to be pastors, evangelists, teachers, prophets, apostles, you know, like just because God's there, there are so many places for you to serve in the context of the body, the kingdom, the life of the church. We don't all have to be pastors. Right. And I think that's a huge disservice too, that we think 
we have to just fit into these categories. Yeah. In God's kingdom, there are no categories. There, there, there's just, and I think the expressions are changing with every generation. Again, that's why I admire your generation because there are now things available and ways to express Jesus that have never been available before. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool ways. And one thing is that our generation, we don't always utilize what we have. Like you can literally tell some about Jesus every single day of your life. Thanks to the internet, podcasting, blogging, even, you know, YouTube, Christian Instagram, YouTube, anything. There are so many ways, but I feel like we're not using those to their fullest mm-hmm. potential. Um, but we should really start doing that more often. I'll bring this up again, but there's an old uh, Chris Farley. You girls remember Chris Farley? You probably kind of remember him, big fat guy. He was SNL. Anyway, he did a lot of funny movies back in the day, probably a little bit more my generation. But uh, he did this comedy act where he was this guy, I live in a van down by the river. And it was just mocking, like, if you live in a van down by the river, you're a complete weirdo loser guy or whatever. So the girls know I like alternative living YouTubers, like van lifers, guys that live in vans, they deck out their vans and they just travel and they do adventure. And I, one of the first ones I ever came across was this guy. He's got like 30, 40,000 YouTube subscribers. He's a full-time YouTuber, travels the country, hangs out with people, does all this adventure stuff. And I thought about that one day. I'm like, okay, here's this dude 10, 20 years ago. He would be an absolute loser living in a van. But fast forward 20 years, because of YouTube, because of social media, he's now cool. He has a following of 30, 40,000 people that want to watch him making videos about living in a van. Yeah, that's what's really cool <laughs> is we have so many creative ways to spread the gospel. We just need to do it. Mm-hmm. I love it. There is an element of creativity that has never been in our world before. And I... Be creative. We mentioned that in one other other podcast. We're talking about using your gifts. Be creative. What are you passionate about? It's amazing the things that can be used for the Lord. Whatever it is that you're skilled, that you're good at. I didn't. I haven't used this example, but one thing that I am not great at per se. I'm probably a good designer, a good ideas guy. I cannot build a house. I'm not a constructionist. I'm not a cement guy, uh, a sheet rocker. But man, I've seen gifts like that used in on the mission field in America that are so valuable. Things like that, business mm-hmm. people, entrepreneur. I mean, there's use your gifts and your passions. God wants to use those. Yeah. So what we're saying is Rick Maynard is coming on our next missions trip. Oh, Rick Maynard, Ricky Bobby Maynard. <laughs> Things like Rick Maynard. I mean, just it, it's amazing. I'm just challenging. Use your gifts for the Lord. Did you girls talk about that? I I wanted to go back again though and talk about the process of how old are you girls now? I know, but tell the audience. I'm 16. I am 15 years old. Okay. Thanks for telling. I forgot. So thanks for telling me. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, He was supposed to be our father. (laughs) The gifts that you're expressing now in the church did that how again how did that was that as young girls did you aspire to that going from little girls into teenagers to women walk me through the process again how do you got to some of these gifts oh well um i think there are things inside that one thing i did comedy and i never knew that i was funny like i could be weird 
but not like I never knew it could be the funny kind of weird. And then one day at the dinner table, I was just telling some funny stuff. And my mom's like, you should do comedy at nationals. I'm like, I mean, not at nationals, at districts. I'm like, oh, you're so funny, whatever. And then later she's like, no, I'm serious. And that's one thing that, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I am funny. You know, maybe I never noticed some of those gifts and talents growing. And there are some things that if they were out in the open right away, like let's say I was born with like this amazing piano playing ninja, I wouldn't be able to use the gift for God as much as I can now. Yeah. <laughs> you girls listen to a lot of John Christ, and he yeah. is a guy that is famous now. I mean, he gets tons of views and comedy, and he was just a dude mm-hmm. doing funny, dorky announcements at his dad's church. Yeah. And now he's using this gift of comedy all across the world because of social media, the internet, but, you know, all across our country. Yeah. God can use so much. Like, it's amazing. I don't think there's a talent that God can't use. And I think that, again, the digital, we're doing a podcast. I think so much, there's so many digital opportunities in the future, Mm -hmm. whether it be podcasting, YouTube channels, Twitch, gaming, music, all these kind of things. I really do think that God wants to use some of these things in very creative ways Mm -hmm. to get people to Jesus. I know you're not gamer, so you kind of look confused on that one. I had a friend, and he said that when he was gaming, like, you know, you talk while you're gaming, and he would tell his friends about Jesus. I don't know if that ministry was fruitful, but he tried. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know Fortnite for Jesus, if that works or not. But anyway, just use your gifts and your talents. What Girls, got any other thoughts on that? Yeah, like, step out of your comfort zone. I think that's the first part is some people are afraid to step out of their comfort zone, but just do it and you'll be amazed of how God can use that. Like if you don't step out of your comfort zone, you'll never know what you can accomplish for God. Great point. There's nothing worse. Okay. As I'm calling you out as a pastor, there is nothing worse as a pastor when you need help, when you're trying to get someone to do that and they don't want to do it because they're afraid or they're scared or they're, you know, it's kind of like when we're, I don't know can think of an example like when we're in Africa and we're with children and they want us to come up and dance with them and you know then the adults are like no I'm not gonna dance and you know it's like just go up there and dance man just have yeah. fun and be a dork and the kids will love I'm just there's times and moments and that's more just being silly and having fun but mm-hmm. there's times as a pastor when I've needed help I've needed people's gifts and people are like oh I don't want to because yeah, they're in that comfort zone. They just want to do what's comfortable. And unfortunately, the majority of time, that's just sitting on your butt in a pew doing nothing. Yeah, you got to step right out. There, transparent. You got to step out and let God use you no matter what that is. And thing is, some people are like, oh, I'm afraid. I'm not talented, blah, blah. But God has not given a spirit of fear. You have to talk yourself out of the mindset of that you're not good enough or you're afraid or blah, blah, blah. You need to look in the mirror and say, all right, you are going to be used by God. You are going to say yes. Because I feel like sometimes that's the battle. Like your spear mm-hmm. wants to do it. It's like, do it, do it, do it. And your flesh is like, oh, no, I have a reputation, blah, 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 blah. But you have to like get yourself in the spiritual mode. Be like, all right, I'm going to do this for Jesus, denying the flesh. And I'm just going to do it for Jesus because I know it will be more beneficial than if I didn't. I mean, I think I'd rather say, whoa, I can't believe I did that for Jesus. Like, that was so crazy. Then be like, man, I really wish I did that for Jesus. Like, wow. 
What's the most uncomfortable thing that you've had to do for Jesus? <sighs> They're like sometimes those nudges, like, uh, like I was talking about the grocery store missions trip, like a hundred podcasts ago, where it's like sometimes God is going to tell you to step out of your comfort zone to pray for someone that maybe you don't, you're not super close. They're just an acquaintance, but God's going to be like, Hey, pray for that person. Hey, go talk to that person. And you're going to have to like tell yourself, I am going to go do this right now. No matter what happens, I might make a fool out of myself, but I'm going to go tell that person about Jesus right now. Well, something very uncomfortable, very extremely. This is going to be crazy, guys, so you better do it. I'm challenging <laughs> you to do it, but it's really crazy. I know some of you guys are going to freak out. But <laughs> if you just, you know, if you switch up your pew oh, and, oh my God. How, and go no. sit by the new person <laughs> oh, that's sitting yeah. by themselves, just leave your pew that you've been sitting in for 50 years <laughs> and go sit in a different pew yeah. by someone else who's new or something like yeah. that. You know, it's... it's Our youth group recently moved from simple. the second pew to the first pew of the church, and that was like a step of faith. <laughs> it's crazy how you can get so attached to a seat in a church building, and that's really bad. So if you find yourself getting attached to anything that's not Jesus, like a church pew or the coffee instead of the sermon, you gotta you got to let that go for a second and let God do something. Let go, let God. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. I want to bring up something because I now have white New Balance shoes. I have a Hawaiian shirt (laughs) and I'm old. Uh, I want to talk about age and that we don't let age get in the way of using our gifts for God. One of our our family's greatest heroes, the girls, you girls don't necessarily know him that well, or I don't know if you ever did meet him, but one of my greatest heroes is a guy named Ron DeVore. He is with Jesus. He passed away. He was the missionary that I worked with in Uganda, my first ever missions trip, my first trip to Africa. This guy was a very successful engineer. Uh, I don't know wealthy, but definitely middle class, upper middle class, was doing very well in life, was heading towards 60, his early 60s, when in America we say, okay, you're getting in your mid-50s, it's time to shut it down, time to retire, buy buy an RV, whatever, retirement home, et cetera, et cetera, enjoy life. And he had been a Christian, a follower of Jesus. He had been giving the missions. He had been doing short-term missions. And God radically called him to be a full-time missionary in his late 50s, 60. I can't remember what the age. It was in, in we, what we would say in a little bit older phase of life or an older phase of work life. And he stepped out in faith, started to be a full-time missionary. He planted 30-some churches, orphanages, jail ministry. I mean, all kinds of amazing things. And that happened in the latter part of life. And he ended up doing that well into his 80s before he kind of had to slow down and then shut it down. And he eventually died and went to be with Jesus. But listen, age has nothing to do with your gifts or using your gifts for Jesus. Yeah, that's so true. Like you're not too young to be used of God. You're not too old to be used of God. I mean, I remember the first time I sang on the worship team or whatever, and I was pretty young and I was pretty scared, but you know, I used that gift for God. I was very mad when dad did not let me lead worship from my plastic guitar <laughs> when I was five oh, years old. Furious. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know how old I was. Six? Five? Probably. Somewhere around there. The Bible says that. The Bible says don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example. Be a leader. Use your gifts. But then the Bible also talks a lot about 
in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on the young and the old, that the gifts, the presence of God is no respecter of persons or Mm -hmm. of age, male, female, kids, whatever God wants to use people. And the the sooner the better. I mean, if Mm -hmm. there's one regret that I have in my life, I don't know. I don't want to say a regret, but in one sense, I wish that I would have started using my gifts for Jesus at a much younger age. I wish I, I wish I would have gone to fine arts. I wish I would have started playing guitar earlier, et cetera. Kind of some of these things, not like this mega life regret, but just one of those things like, mm-hmm. man, Lord, I wish I would have started using my gifts for you a lot earlier. Well, um, one thing the other day I was, um, I was playing my piano and we have this little like boat that's sitting on our piano that Zoe made anyway. And God was talking. I felt like God was, you know, speaking to me and he was saying how like that boat, it's all, it's kind of like a person in the church, right? It's all put together. It's all nice. So it, you know, and I was kind of thinking like a person in the church, they go to church every week. They read their Bible. They're a good Christian. They don't sin, blah, 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 blah. But that boat was just sitting there. And so when you're not using your gifts and your talents for God, it's like your boat and you're just sitting there. You're not going out into the water. You're not going in and being used of God. You're just sitting there. So even though you're nice, you're all put together, you have the motor, you have everything to go into the ocean, you know, and be used of God. You're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Good so thought. Don't just sit there. Yeah, you're not made to sit there. You're made to go out and go into God's presence. And if we're just sitting there, we're not doing what we are made to do. We have to do what we are made to do and what God made us to do because that is when we're going to be the most fulfilled. Yeah, we could get, you know, we could get hurt. The boat's not going to stay perfect forever, but that's not the point. It's supposed to go out and do what it was made to do. Made to give your life away? Yeah. Ooh. Are you available? I'm going to just go through some of these awesome thoughts. Are you available? Are you available? If God wanted to use you to use your gifts, are you available? Try something new. Come on, step out of faith. Get out of your comfort zone. Chase your passion. What are the passions? What are the gifts that God has put inside of your heart? Where's the need? Where's the need in your church? Come on, roll up to your pastor, Pastor Jeremiah, whoever it is. Say, hey, I see there's a need. I'm not asking you if you want me to serve. I'm saying I see the need and I'm going to serve. Amen. Amen give, give, don't, don't use your gifts for what you can get, but rather Mm -hmm. how you can give and serve other people. Don't say no, say yes. It's not Mm -hmm. about how many you have or how, how, how large your gifts are, but that you're using them. So this last three podcasts, it's all about just trying to say, come on, use your gifts for Jesus. Mm -hmm. You are so talented. You got, you have stuff to offer Jesus and to other people that will bring life change. So use your gifts for Jesus. Girls, last thoughts? You know, God, no matter what, if you don't think you have a giant talent, you have fingers to type a blog about Jesus. You have a voice to speak and tell people about Jesus. You have so many things and talents. Just step out in faith and say, hey, God, I want you to use me. Yeah, it's going to be scary at first, but it will totally be worth it in the end. Amen. Gabrielle, anything else? (laughs) Use your gifts for God. Say yes. All right. I hope you've enjoyed this three-part series titled Using Your Gifts. Will you use your gifts for Jesus? I hope you do, whether it's Grace Point, some other church, some other country, wherever you're listening. Come on, use your gifts for Jesus. Thanks for joining us. I will talk to you next time.